Tell us your story. Welcome to Author Eke. Hi, I'm Travis Davis, your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Author Eke. I'm Travis, your host. And today we have Jennifer Hilly, and she is actually in, I believe, Honolulu, Hawaii. But, uh, you know, so don't feel bad for her for where she's at. Uh, so she's going to talk about her book today, get to know her, and just really understand what kind of drives somebody to write a book and be ready and put yourself out there because some people can be pretty tough, right? So just kind of, you know, talk about that back and forth, ask questions, and uh, we'll have a good time at it. We'll do this for, you know, 45 minutes or so, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So Jennifer, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. So uh, thanks, Travis, for having me. Um, I am J.F. Hilly, uh, or Jennifer, and uh, my book is called The Killing of a Shadow. And um, I wrote it uh, probably last year. Um, it took me about a little under a year to get it done. It's my first book. Um, I've had the story in my head for quite a long time, over over a decade. Mm -hmm. And I just woke up one day and I said, you know, I just need to get this out there. Uh, I need to start writing. And I, I had no idea how to even start the process. So uh, I got in touch with one of, my, one of my friends who is also an author mm -hmm. and asked him, like, where to even start or how to get it going. And he gave me some pointers and uh, very helpful. And I just started writing and <laughs> it was difficult yeah. because um yeah, my my main job is HR, mm -hmm. right? So you think, okay, she's used to reading a lot and writing a lot and correcting papers right. and all this kind of stuff. But um, getting into um, actually writing your own book was was a little hard for mm -hmm. me, like actually doing the grammar properly and and all that good stuff. But um, I I served twenty years in the Air Force. I just retired two years ago. And oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and um, when I stayed here in Hawaii, it was my last duty station. So I stayed here and I, I honestly kind of felt like I was so busy for that 20 years, um, just constantly busy, mm -hmm. busy, busy, always getting deployed, always doing stuff. And I had this book in my mind. I had the story, but I just was like, I never, I don't have time because right. I was getting my master's degree um, as well, uh, you know, working all day and then coming home and doing schoolwork. So a book was kind of just like put on the side. Um but I guess that's kind of good because it really got my my mind going with how I wanted the story mm -hmm. to go. It it took that long for me to kind of put the story together and um, not rush into yeah. it. Uh, so I guess that's that was a good thing. Um, but yeah, so I yeah. got out of the military. I went in as a civilian. I'm still working for the Air mm -hmm. Force as a civilian, kind of doing the same okay. thing. But I have a little more time now. So I was like, oh, let me occupy this. Let me try it out. <laughs> Let's check that box. Yeah. Like, okay, I got my degree. I'm done with the military. Let me let me write a book now. Let's see how this is gonna go. So um, and I did it. I I kind of doubted myself myself a little bit, uh, because I don't know many authors now. Mm -hmm. I do, but before I didn't really know anybody, just the one friend. Right. Um so now it's kind of like, wow, okay. I did it. Mm -hmm. Now I'm doing like you. I'm doing the second yep. one now yep. um, for this this the second series to this book. So, which is hard to do yeah. because you have to reintroduce characters, but not go through yeah. the whole thing of telling about them, right? Because you want to have the right. writer, the reader, read 
maybe the second one and go, oh, I might have missed something from the first one. So let me get that one. And I think that's one of the hardest. And I, and I, and like you, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever had a book in my mind, to be honest with you. I mean, I just, uh, one day I was, out, you know, watching news or whatever. And I came up with a, with a premise of a book or an idea. And I called a buddy of mine who's a very good friend. He's a retired colonel out of the army. I've known him since he was a first lieutenant. And we've been friends for 30 years. Um, oh, wow. So I called him up and said, hey, Scott, uh, I got this idea for a book. And I really trust, trust his judgment. And he goes, that's a pretty good premise. So that day, I started writing the book. And I wrote the book in six weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's an interesting. So when I write, I see, I can see everything that's going on. Are you yeah. the same? Or you get the visual representation? I am. And the left hand does this. He looks at his watch. He moves around his foot right. taps. I mean, it's all about that, right? It's that mechanism of, because you want to take the reader and you you almost want them to, they can close their eyes and right. see and be there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So how many words do you write a day? Do you set like a schedule? Is it like, um, you know, do you write in the morning or do you, what is better for you to write? Um, for me, it was uh, in the morning. As soon as I got up, um, especially on the mm -hmm. weekends, um, I would close myself in my room and from sun up, I would have my coffee and I would just really, like you said, close my mind or close my eyes and really uh, think about the setting um, what is the room like? What does it smell right. like? Um, what, what are you hearing? What is the character mm -hmm. hearing? Like, you know, just everything just kind of like shut my brain off and just kind of, where is my character right, right now? And what are they feeling? Mm -hmm. You know, what is just kind of like get those details, like watching a movie, exactly. you know, when you really sit there and, and watch, you know, what the character is doing and what the environment, you know, because every character um, has a mannerism. So every character has a mannerism. Right. Yeah. Whether right. Uh, she pulls her hair back when she's in thought or, you know, does he tap his foot when he's thinking or you can see when he's agitated. Uh, so I, I I do like five miles in the morning every day, like walking, you know. Just, and what I do during yeah. that time is I think about what I want to put in the book. Right. And for me, the hardest thing was I have an idea, but how do I start Right. That yeah. that to me, I've you know, okay, over this now this book I'm writing now, I think I did six or seven beginnings. Now, I got the one I want now, and then I'll write the end <laughs> and then I'll put everything in the middle. So uh yeah. So what what if you what if you have writer block? I mean everybody has what do you do for that? You just kind of you know go away for a while or kind of hammer at it? Yes. So what I do is um, if I do get writer's block and I am, I'm experiencing that right now with the second mm -hmm. book, um, because the first book, I, I had that story for 12 years in my oh, head wow. and I just perfected it in my head. Mm -hmm. um, and it, yeah, it took me under a year to write it because I wanted, you know, I have so many drafts, you know, and I don't, I, I want to make sure that it sounds proper. Right. Um, but the second one I am having writer's block is taking me a little bit longer because I didn't think I was going to do a second book. I thought it was just going to be, the first book, and then that's I it. Think we then all do. I think we all do. Just one yeah, book, and I'm done. Like, I don't care. You know, yeah. Right. But then everybody starts liking it, and they keep asking me, okay, so what, what happens next? Right. And Because I left it open at the end. I didn't close it yeah. off. Um, I left it open for the reader, you know, to think that. Right. Like, okay, okay, what's going to happen now with Alex? Um, so then I thought, oh, man, 
what is going to happen next? You know, I, I did have a little bit of an idea, yeah. but I'm just like, oh no. So I really got to sit here and make it sound right. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, military stuff. Mine too. Now that I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to get it wrong. Right. So I'm, I'm contacting a lot of my friends that are still in those fields. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, does this sound right? Or is it, cause I don't want people in the military to read it and be like, this girl doesn't know what she's yeah, talking exactly. about, you know? So, um, so right now I'm, I'm not really in writer's block. I'm just waiting for kind of like an answer to no, it doesn't happen that way or no, it mm. doesn't take that long or so I can continue. But like you said, um, how you did the beginning yeah. and the end, um, I'm, I'm kind of doing the mm -hmm. same thing. Um, but like pieces, so pieces in yes. the middle, like I know where I want it to go. Yeah. Um, but I, I, like you said, I need to know, like, am I going back and forth in time? Am I, you know, doing linear? Like that's I'm hard. Linear is hard yeah. because mm -hmm. my books are linear. And so you got, okay. If I say two days ago, I have to make sure. And, uh, before I, I do, I do mind mapping. So I have a, a mind mapping program. Just, I think it's called mind map <laughs> original. And I just yes. map it all out. It looks it looks chaos squiggly, but that's what I do. But you brought up a good point is research of a book, right? So when I was doing mine, there's a scene in it that is a KC-135 tanker refueling a B-21 bomber. And I, my dad was in SAC for 20 years, so I'm an Air Force brat. So I know the <laughs> mechanic, but I didn't know the steps. So my brother's retired, yeah. uh, load, first our loadmaster out of the Air Force. So I called him. He got me in touch with an old boom operator, and we walked through the yeah. steps because I wanted to make it authentic, right? Uh, yeah. Or like you know, I'm doing now has some you know because I, I want to. I do a lot of research uh, just because it helps with the book, and it gives me some insight about you know things that are going on or future stuff because I, I put a lot of future type things into the book uh, and my books. Mm -hmm. But no, you're right. I mean, you've got to reach out to people. People, you know what? They're more than happy to help you, right? <laughs> oh yeah, free and even they, free when they <laughs> exactly. So when I when I contacted my, um, I don't know if you know what OSI is. It's the Office of Special Investigations. Yes. No, but so, I've um, never been investigated by them. Me neither. I worked with them <laughs> or CID. Years. So as, <laughs> as their personnelist. So I worked with them as yeah. their personnelist. So I got to like get inversed and you know in in their world right. and what they deal oh, with wow. with people and and just it's crazy yeah. what what they do right. i i respect them so much um so what, explain to what, to what osi osd or what osi is in the air force to people that don't know what it is what do they do it's it, uh, they're investigators so for them for in on the, in the military mm -hmm. so they're based out of quantico mm -hmm. um i had to go there a lot for training yeah. um and uh, and it's it's amazing what they go through, all their training mm -hmm. and 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 their cases. Um, it's it's I it's disturbing to me. And when I was in the Air Force before I because it was my last five yeah. years in, I worked with them. I didn't really know anything about OSI. All I heard was don't make sure you don't get in trouble with OSI. That's the only thing I would ever hear. And then I had the opportunity mm -hmm. for special duty to work yeah. with them as their personnelist. And um what great people right. like they they go through so much and they deal with so much crap and they're still able to function mm -hmm. and, and knowing what what people do um what bad people do oh, you oh, know? Yeah, there's, there's a few um, 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so and they're undercover, I, right? I, they're undercover. They don't even wear uniforms. They're undercover. Yeah. yeah, you can't know the exactly. rank or anything. So when they get awarded, they can't even like stand in front of people to get awarded. It's all secret. It's all and I felt bad for them about that because you yeah. know they deserve, you know, to be recognized. But um yeah, they're great. And I I don't regret it at all. Everyone's like, how could you work with them? Oh my God. I'm like, they're amazing, mm-hmm. amazing people. And they do amazing. I envy right. them. I'm like, I'm just a little personalist, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I felt like the little person, they made me feel like part of the family. So I have, I still have a bunch of friends, even though I'm mm-hmm. out. Um, I talk with them <laughs> and um, I touched, I got in touch with one of them. I said, Hey, I'm doing a second book and a lot of it's going to have human trafficking and I need help with that mm-hmm. because yeah, I know a little bit from the little that we hear right. about it. Um, but I want to know from you, like, how would that be someone in someone being abducted in this country and being sent to another mm-hmm. one? Like, is that even plausible? Um, how would that even happen? You know, just like trying to get the details. Right. Um, but my first book, basically, it's just a girl like me. who Show us your book. Let's see, let's see the cover. Show it up. Come on. <laughs> Look! Oh, that's a beautiful cover. cover. Yeah. So this is Alex, and then you got the. It it's called the killing of a shadow. Mm -hmm. The shadow is a bad guy um, from the country uh, who is uh, raping Mm -hmm. and torturing women and children. Um, And so I have the shadow here, but this could be somebody else in the book. So interesting. um, Yeah, she goes through a lot. This is the back. Uh, There's a so. a solar eclipse going on. That's part of the book too. And then you got very nice. <laughs> and you can pick it up on Amazon.com, um, right? Yeah, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, any of the major places uh, have it. So and it's doing very well. Nice. Um, so far, I got really great reviews. I'm really surprised about that. But you it's shouldn't about be. A girl. She's Don't be surprised. Fun. I mean, I was surprised. Well, I mean, I'm just if, if, I'm like, people. I don't are, know. After <laughs> two years of just chaos right you know covid and everything people are yeah. looking for something to get their mind off of everyday things but what i think when people read they want to kind of relate it back to what potentially could be happening right i was on the airplane the other yeah. day flying back from atlanta and i'm typing on my new book and this lady sitting next to me and i got done and started talking she goes what do you do and i go well I'm, I, I work in technology cyber cyber technology but I wrote a book and I'm writing another one and everything. She goes, oh, I told her about it. And by the time I got done, she goes, is that for real? Yeah. <laughs> and then I knew, I go, hmm, no, <laughs> but uh, it could be. I mean, right. I mean, you never know. Yeah. So when you were writing, what was the most enjoyable and what was the least enjoyable in the process of the whole, you know, from the idea of writing it to publishing and then on the market. What was it kind of the best and worst? Um, so what you're asking me is what's the best part of the writing process yeah. or my or my book? No, the, the, the writing process. And then I want you to tell us a little bit more about your book because now I'm intrigued. <laughs> um, so um, the enjoyable part was actually getting the story out. Like, getting it out of my head. Cause like I said, it was in there for 12 years and it was uh, when I was deployed to Afghanistan and a lot of things happened there. 
And I used all those instances that happened and I put it into the book. And um, of course it's fiction, um, but I made it more interesting um, uh, to make it pop. And that was, that was the best part for me was getting it out. It was kind of like, um, kind of like therapy because a lot of, a lot of stuff happened and, you know, I just, and I thought about it and thought about it for years and years and years, but yeah, when you have, when you think about things like Mm -hmm. that, you have work and you have your, your family life and you try to, push it back in your mind and you just compartmentalize it, it you compartmentalize it yeah so i'm like i'm i'm getting this out i'm gonna get this out um get it out in the book and and maybe people will like it you know maybe they'll they'll say like oh wow you know yeah. that person went through a lot um and that was enjoyable for me the the hardest part for the, <laughs> the writing process was um getting the names down oh. like <laughs> you have all these characters yes. you have to build right yes and I don't want to use the names of the people that I was deployed with because I don't want to do that. That makes perfect but, sense, um, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So so coming up with yeah. these characters and their quirks and you know things that they say yeah. or the way they look, their names, that was hard to yep. do was figure out people's names so it doesn't sound so weird or corny, you know. I'm surprised um, I haven't so been visited difficult. by the internet police because I do so many searches <laughs> on different type of names and Places in different countries, and yeah. I, I'm waiting for you know the black car to show up. So a good thing I have VPN. <laughs> <laughs> but I got through it, and you know, and um, so don't laugh. But one of my little hobbies mm-hmm. is um, playing Dungeons and Dragons. You ever played Dungeons and Dragons? No, D and D. I'm not gonna laugh. Okay. <laughs> Even though it sounds like I'm laughing, so, I'm really you- not. <laughs> When you play this game, uh, there it's a character. Yeah. There's a thing called a character sheet, yep. and it kind of helps out a little bit. You know, what type of character are you trying to build? Yeah. You know, what's their what's their are they um, are they chaotic evil? Mm-hmm. Are they you know are they good? Do they always do the right mm-hmm. thing? Are they just kind of neutral? You know, like ah whatever. Right. So it kind of helped me build my characters oh, a little nice. bit, and of course I, yeah. So it really helped. Like okay, so I have like five characters and my main characters in my book to include mm-hmm. the, the, my protagonist um, and the guys that she hangs out with. And they all have their own little quirks and their own, you know, one has a Southern yeah. accent, you know, and just trying to make it more interesting. Like you can relate to them and, and care for them when you read the book, you know, right. they're not just there, right. you know? Um, I think the only time that so, I know about Dungeons and Dragons was watching Big Bang Theory. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a nerd, I promise, but it is a lot oh, of yeah. fun, but it did help me with the character building process. So if anybody's out there and they're stuck on trying to how to build a character, that really oh, helps. interesting. The D&D. That's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what do they look like? You know, because yeah. you got to put all that down when you're building your character. Yep. You got to put. Then you yeah. need to put all those uh, idiosyncrasies <laughs> and their mannerisms. Yeah. Uh, and I, I kind of go in and uh, in the first book, I actually, you know, these two people start working together, uh, male and female, and they they build a relationship. And in this drive uh, in Russia, she starts asking him questions. Like, tell me about yourself. And he goes, you know, he gets about two sentences. She goes, you men are all alike, right? Because you, you can't get any information. How's your day? Good, right? I mean, that, that's our response. Typically. Right. Um, <laughs> So I go in and I build it all out, and as I was building out, I'm like, "Dang, 
it's me, you know. <laughs> so sort of, you know, it's like really a conglomeration or amalgamation of, you know, different people, you know, me and some other folks. And But I, I thought that you have to do that because some people kind of relate. And I put real places in the book, right? Real hotels, real restaurants, uh, real roads. If you wanted to, you could actually track exactly where they travel on a map. Every every spot because I think that's, <laughs> that adds to the to the to the better, to the reading the narrative and you know just people kind of visualize it right. So you're writing another one. What's that going to be called? Uh, the shadows return. Ooh. So tell us mm-hmm. in ten fifteen seconds what's what the book like. Elevator pitch. So, okay, so um, it's about a girl. Uh, she's in the Air Force, and she's uh, around 25 mm-hmm. years old. Um, she just got notified she's going to Afghanistan for a year. Um, she's going there with the Army, and um, it's not her first. It's not her <laughs> first deployment. Yeah, so she gets there, and uh, she gets there. But she goes by herself because usually in the Air Force you go with mm-hmm. the team. But she actually had to go by herself this time because it's like a special team. And she meets her her team there. And, um, you know, she's going through some things. She had an abusive father mm-hmm. growing up. Uh, so she's used to dealing with um, kind of strong, intimidating men. So she kind of like, you know, just keeps to herself. She's kind of shy. Right. And uh, she gets approached by a captain, very aggressive uh, captain. Mm-hmm who um, has been trying to capture this bad guy in the country uh, for raping and torturing women and children. And um, he also raped and tortured one of his crew members um, when they went out on a mission. So he's kind of like really angry. He's trying to get this guy and he needs bait. He needs someone, a very attractive female to, to get into the palace to, uh, kill him, the shadow. They call him the shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he approaches Alex, that's her name, uh, approaches her and, and and tells her about this mission he has in mind. And she has to think about this. Like, you know, um, can I can I do this? Can I actually yeah. train? Because she's just a, she's just an office worker. Right. She just goes there to account for people. Mm-hmm. And and then they, they come to her with this mission, like, hey, we really need to capture this guy. And you you have the look, you have the what he right. likes, basically, from what we know about him. And she was also raped when she was 10. So she still has this in her mind how men are certain right, men. Right. And she always she that she always carries that with her, you know. So she figures, you know, this is happening and I want to put a stop to it too. So hmm. he puts her through a lot, the captain. She does a lot of training. Um, don't give away the for it to be. Yeah, don't give it away. I'm not giving it away. Um, but what I do is um, I show the the reader for months because she's there for a year. So for months and months and months, all this training she's going through, just the 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 physical um, stuff she's going through. She has bruises. She's you know dislocated fingers. She's just constantly you know being injured, just trying to learn how mm-hmm. to you know combat skills and stuff. So, um, and she meets, 
she's a part of her team. She meets a couple guy, you know, a guy right. there and um, they kind of hit it off right. together. So he's worried for her too. And it's, it's very, you know, there's a bunch of bad guys in there, but there's also good mm-hmm. guys too. So, um, and she's kind of caught in the middle of it. So she, she's put to the test basically. Mm-hmm. Um, can she do this? Can she actually make it all the way to the palace and actually do this mission and, and accomplish it? Or is she going to get captured? Right. You know, it, it's all a lot of inner, inner, it's all, inner, inner self, uh, does, yeah. she, does she have what it takes to do the mission that she wants to do? And yeah. she knows she needs to do it, right? Because yeah. she wants the finality of this guy. And she's willing, sounds like she's willing to put it out there, right? Put all herself out there physically, mentally, and potentially yeah. could be catastrophic for her. Right. I don't have to get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. So, what do you? Uh, so, other than playing Dungeons and Dragons, which I really didn't laugh when you said that. Uh, what? What? What else? So, what else do you like to do? What else, in your in your in your spare time, if there's such a thing? Um, I love watching. Uh, my favorite um, director is Quentin Tarantino. He's uh-huh. my, to me. He's a genius. Right. I I love him. I watch all his movies um, just over and mm-hmm. over, and. I kind of, when I wrote this book, I kind of think of the scenes, you know, of how he would do it, you know, if he were to ever direct this, like my book into a movie and um, just his dialogue too. If you ever listen to how he wrote his dialogue, it's just so, so interesting and so brilliant to me. Um, So I do spend a lot of time watching his movies and other movies too. Mm -hmm. And uh, um. I like running because like you, like you go for your five miles. Yeah. It, it helps me think. Yeah. Um, I take everything out of my head from work and I, mm-hmm. and I think about my characters and, you know, where are my characters now? Right, exactly. You know, that my book is done. What are they doing now? Yep. You know, because um, now I'm writing the second book. So it's kind of like. So you have so many words gave, a day. Them, you try to do 500, 1,000, 1,500. Um, no so I try to do, I try to do a chapter. So like a chapter for me would be maybe like eight or nine pages. Mm-hmm. I've never looked at the word count. That's, right. that's funny. Like I always try to get to like eight or nine mm-hmm. pages. Um, and it's double spaced. of right, course. Right. So, you know, tall font, double spaced, right. um, uh, eight to nine pages. Yeah. You know, Hemingway only wrote 500 words a day. Because is that what that you know, is? Hemingway did. That's all he wrote because he was so meticulous in his writing. Oh. Now I don't really put a word count. I'm like you. I try to get the whole thought out, right? Yeah. And it, it may take me all day to get the thought out, but I, I find out that I'm more creative in the morning than I am after my yeah, mind too. is total jello, you know? Uh, yeah. To me, I try like getting, getting that, and then I like, you know, I'll read it, go back, and, you know, ever ever evolving. In it. But the, the, what I – and I'm a terrible writer. I mean <laughs> – Thank God there's editors. Uh, but, I have the yeah, ima- but I have the imagination, <laughs> right? And I think that's what it takes, imagination. You know, everybody has a skill. And you hire people based on their skill, right? You don't want to hire me to build your house or code software. Right. But you may want me to, <laughs> to hire me to figure out what's the best cybersecurity software to use or something like that, right? Or travel. I love to travel. Um, 
or food or baking or you know, grilling, whatever. So that to me, that I like, you know, I meet those people because they have different skill sets than me, but they come in handy. Yeah. Uh, I like doing the research like you because you find out new things and then you go, oh, you know what? I can put that in there somewhere, right? You have, you can work things in to your book. So your next book, you're working on that. And do you have something else in mind for maybe a third or a spinoff? What I'm doing, I'm actually the second book. I built a team. There's going to be a, there's a new character in this book, but I'm actually going to spin her off into her own thing. Oh, nice. She's, she's, uh, she's forced to be reckoned with. Uh, <laughs> and they continue this one. Uh, continue the series because the team builds up and it's, you know, they built a, and you could do that because for me in the military, um, teamwork, right? It's all about that cohesive unit of very dissimilar individuals for a goal and whatever goal that is achieved, it could be in real life or it could be in a book because, you know, sometimes fiction mimics, you know, life or whatever the, the saying is. Uh, and I think you're probably the same way, right? You're 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 unit or unit oriented or cohesive team so oriented. I'm, I'm glad you said that. No, I'm happy you said that because when I was in the military, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, I'm in the I was in the Air Force. And yeah, you guys make fun of the Air Force, but I can't because <laughs> but hold on, hold on. I, I see why though, because my I and Afghanistan wasn't my first deployment. Mm-hmm. I was on a couple mm-hmm. more before that. And um I always was with the army. Every time I deployed, I went with the army. Right. Right. And it was like night and day. So I would get there. And as soon as I would get there, the army was like, you're part of this team Mm -hmm. and you do things together. Right. It's always together. Everything's together. Everything. Right. And then you get so attached to this team. They're like your your brothers and sisters. Like they will take a bullet for you. That feeling that you know they have your back. Right. And then when I, when I, and it happened every time. And when I would go back home to my unit, it was like, you're on your own. Yeah. You do things on your own. Yeah. You you succeed on your own. It's kind of like, not, I'm not dogging the Air right. Force. It's just, there's, there was never really any camaraderie. I never felt it's it. A different mission. I never it's did. It's a different mission type. Yeah. It's a different thing. So I used to look forward to deploying because I'm like, oh, I'm going to have that feeling again. Like I'm mm-hmm. part of something. I'm part of a team. They they want me there. They they need right. me. They need my skill sets. Right. And it was such a great feeling. And, and I was just devastated when I came home from Afghanistan. I was probably for like almost a mm-hmm. year. All I did was think about my team. Right. Are they okay? Yeah. What are they doing? You know, um, um, are they hurt? Did anybody, I mean, you know, and it's just, I, and you lose that feeling because you go back to a place that yeah. it, they didn't. It's it's interesting. You I, know, I, it, I'm I'm not a very sentimental person, and people probably tell you that. But there's a few things that really can just put me, you know, tear me up. Veterans, soldiers, family, and friends. Other than that, yeah. I'm pretty like, eh, whatever, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, here in taps. Or whatever, right? Very. I come from a military family, um, and so it's very unique. I mean, you know, it's me because I can see it's going to be me. You know, you're, I'm saying you know, I'm going to be that person that that I hear right now, yeah. sort of thing. But it's, it's interesting, and I, and I think I think books are actual writing a book is a way of therapy, even if you never do anything with it. Oh, it you is. Can throw it in the closet, 
but it's a way yes. to let yourself out. And then if you want to be bold enough to go ahead and let what your inner self out to other people, uh, that says a lot because it does, you know, you got people living in their basements that are just, uh, you know, my goodness. Uh, so I, I like, I like, you know, talking to other authors. And I, I, a, I never talked to any of them before. I, never, I didn't know any. I mean, you know, the only authors I knew were the ones I yeah. read. Because I like yeah. Clive Cussler, Tom Clancy, right? Those type of books. Um, but I never yeah. met him. Now I've met more and I'm finding out there's more similarities than there are dissimilarities. Because we all kind of think the right the, the same way, even if whether it's fiction, nonfiction, a professional book, you know, and all these different things. It, 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 it's a community. And the community is yeah. is all over. I mean, not just, you know, folks in the United States. So you're gonna you're on your second book. You like to play Dungeons and Dragons, you're a veteran. Again, thank you. You like the army more than the Air Force. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and you sound like it's it sounds like a real cool book. Uh, so I have, I have a friend of mine hey. that she is a director in a nonprofit that deals with human trafficking oh, that deals with human trafficking. And oh, I would love to get her in touch really? with you. Oh, I'm please. Gonna, you're please, in Dallas. Thank you. And the stories that she can tell. Yeah. They're, they're horrendous. I need those stories. I need to. Oh, okay, Because the second book is going to. The second book is going to be insane. Yeah. It, it really is going to be um, a lot of that. Um, and I was afraid with the first book because my first book has a lot of rape. Mm. Uh, very um, graphic. Mm -hmm. I made it very graphic. Mm. And, and even my editor was like, are you sure you want to put this in there? And I said, hey, this stuff is happening right, right now. Right. And nobody is talking about it. And it's it's really upsetting me because it's happening. And I don't hear about it on the news. I don't hear about it right. anywhere. And these poor people, like, these poor people, like, what? nobody's helping them. It's so frustrating. And, um, and I saw it there. I saw these poor little girls, mm -hmm. you know, because um, we had to hear the intel right. reports every morning before we left the compound. Right. We had to sit there and hit, listen to the intel reports about don't go down this road because there was an attack yesterday. Um, two little girls got stoned to death because they were going to school. They got that stoned to crazy. death in the street. Yeah. Uh, they get acid. They get acid thrown on them, thrown on them, because they're going to school. Just crazy kidnappings and and we heard gunfire every night. It was just you know such a right. crazy time. Well, maybe you're going to be the and, conduit. Um, to shed some light on something that needs to be out of the shadows. It's, it needs to come out of the shadows. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. It's scary because um, people, I guess, that talk about it, um, stuff happens to them. Um, that's my worry is that, you know, someone's going to take me out because I'm discussing something that uh, is so hidden, mm -hmm. you know, that. Just call your army friends. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got folks back. But, so so I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it's, it's great meeting you. We've never met before. Um, no. So it was great. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, get you in contact with a, a friend of mine here in Dallas. Oh, thank you. And, uh, you know, because you guys similar interest. Um, and again, what's the name of the book? The Killing of a Shadow. And you're Jennifer Hilly. And it could be Barnes and Nobles, Amazon. Favorite bookstore, yeah. all and people can link up with you on LinkedIn, right? Yeah, LinkedIn. And uh, do you have a website? 
Also, I have, I do, uh, I do have a website. It's uh, jfhilly.com. So J-F-H-I-L-L-E-Y.com. Okay. Um, My author name is J.F. Hilly. Uh, If they want to look me up on Google, I'm all over the place on there. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Well, it has been a thrill. And uh, (laughs) again, I wish you the most success possible. And on your second book, and when you get done with the second book, we're going to have you back on. And we're going to see how Great. that goes. Uh, I'm interested in Great. that. And uh, again, you can link up with me. I'm Travis Davis on LinkedIn. My website is uh, randomthoughts.llc. And uh, the name of the podcast is uh, Author Eke. And people are like, okay, I know what author means. I don't know what Eke <laughs> means. Eke is German for corner. So it's author's corner. Corner? Author corner. Oh, look at yeah, that. you know. But I am really happy we got a chance to talk and uh, I look forward to maybe going to Hawaii one day again. We love the place and, you know, having a beer or whatever, sarsaparilla, whatever. Yeah. Um, that would be and, great. You know, talking to, uh, I don't know, talking crap. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Old war oh stories. my God. <laughs> I got a few of them. All right. Jennifer, Jen, it was great meeting you. And again, folks, go check her book out uh, and let's support everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Travis. Thank you for listening to Author Eke. There'll be another episode next week. Please stop by and start your own story. We can't wait to hear it. Mm